Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. And their last name is Mario. Ah. Woohoo! And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. Jesus Christ, you're on, you're on fire today. Did you say you had three coffees before you started recording? Yes. His eyes are like tiny. His, his pupils are so dilated. I see time right now. He's <laughs> like they're dancing around the room uncontrollably. I'm so wide, Kieran. So what we do on this podcast, if you haven't listened to one of these episodes before, is we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster, and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. And then when the movie comes out, we go and see it and see how close we got to predicting it. And this week, oh boy, we've got to really get a wriggle on this time because this is another movie that's currently in cinemas. So, of course, we always record our episodes a week in advance. So, at the time of this recording, the movie hasn't come out. But the movie, of course, as you probably could tell from the title of this episode, is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Much anticipated Super Mario movie, right? Very much anticipated. So, they've actually predicted that this may be the highest grossing movie of the year. It's not even out yet. There's not even a review for it. People are already saying... We're anticipating, so experts. And like, it's April. Box office experts. I know. There's a whole bunch of scheduled Marvel and DC movies due to come out this year, but judging from the previous two like superhero releases, <laughs> they're not doing as well as... So, the trend is at the moment that like non-superhero releases seem to make more money, for the most part, like big blockbuster releases like mm. Top Gun Maverick, potentially this movie, who knows? John Wick is doing well, right? Yeah, John Wick did really well. It did a hell of a lot better than Shazam! Fury of the Gods, <laughs> let's just say that. So... Let's get into talking about Mario. Now, we would be remiss to go into a Super Mario Brothers movie without talking about the history of the Mario franchise itself. So, of course, Nintendo's Mario. Uh, Matty D, can you explain the character to just the random layperson? Yeah, so Mario is an Italian plumber. He was sure. one of the first platform characters, yeah. originally called Jumpman, which I'm, you'll probably yeah, get into. I will. Essentially, he goes left to right, jumping on things and jumping on his enemies, and that kind of evolved, became Nintendo's... Mascot. Mascot, yeah. They're, He's the Mickey Mouse of Nintendo. They're, they're Just flagship. like uh, Sonic is the Mickey Mouse of uh, Sega. <laughs> yeah, and, and appeared in a multitude of games himself starring oh in or other people starring in racing games, fighting games. Uh, he's everywhere. Educational games. Educational games. We'll get into it. But essentially, he's a plumber. He goes through pipes and goes into, I guess, a fantasy crazy land and fights sure. crazy, unusual creatures, saves princesses. And does he have superpowers? He can have superpowers. Okay. He can have superpowers, other than jumping really high, which he can do naturally. Okay. Uh, you know, he and gets, double jump. He gets little items that you can collect, and that gives him certain powers, like he can be a raccoon. Very nice. He can run really fast. He can get really big. Stomp on oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the show here. Yeah. So he gets that, a, that's like a blue a, pill that he gets for that power. Yeah, he gets a blue pill for that one. Anyway, so the character of Mario first appeared in 1981's Donkey Kong, where he was called Jumpman, as you just explained. Now, the name was actually changed to Mario for overseas releases of Donkey Kong, which is where, of course, the Mario name comes from. Now, apparently, the reason they called him Mario is because they were making fun of like the landlord of the Nintendo US headquarters. Oh, really? He apparently was a real jerk and would just treat them really badly. So, they're like, let's just call this character Mario to make fun of our landlord Mario. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I don't know the full story there. So, the first time that Mario appeared in his own game alongside his brother Luigi was in 1983's Mario Brothers. Not to be confused with Super Mario Brothers. Now, what I understand about 1983's Mario Brothers is that Mario and Luigi go down to the sewers to investigate why a whole bunch of, like, turtles and creatures keep turning up in the sewers. So, uh, the screen has, like, two pipes on either side. And it's sort of like a, a, a platform level, there's sort of two or three tiers to it. And monsters come out and they have to run back and forth and jump on the monsters. Mm. Makes sense? I think so. I think that, And that's the closest origin story that they've really had. Yes. But the franchise really became most famous for the Super Mario Brothers series with the first installment released in 1985. And this game, of course, introduced the Mushroom Kingdom and Bowser as the main antagonist. So the Mario world as we know it today really came from the 1985 Super Mario Brothers game. Now, the voice actor Charles Martinet first voiced Mario in 1994's Mario Teaches Typing, which was followed up by Mario's Game Gallery the next year, and he's continued to voice Mario in every video game released to this day. Just not a certain feature film. Yes, we'll talk about it. So, his first appearance as Mario in a mainstream video game release was in 1996's Super Mario 64, which, of course, that game is considered to be one of the greatest video games of all time. Mm. I don't know anybody in our generation who hasn't played it, unless they were living under a rock. Yeah, not from our generation. It was a big game at the time. Absolutely. I think it still is a pretty big game. They had a re-release, you know, maybe a decade or two ago 
on Nintendo DS, I believe. Now, the first Mario Kart game, I think it was important to bring up Mario Kart as well, since that features in this movie, was released in 1992 for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, or or the SNES, as it's more commonly known. But most people will remember the iconic Mario Kart 64, which was also released in 1996, so the same year as Super Mario 64. They were smashing it out of the park that year. Two massively iconic games in the same year, they would have made a mint from Mario. And of course, unsurprisingly from my last sentence, the Mario franchise has gone on to be the most successful video game franchise of all time. I wonder why it took them so long to make a decent movie. We haven't seen it. We don't know it's decent. So yeah, there has been a movie. So let me continue talking about the history of Mario, but this time with TV and movies. So the first Mario-related movie was released in 1986. It was a Japanese anime film called Super Mario Brothers, The Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach. Of course, I haven't seen this movie. I didn't have time to see the movie, but I kind of wanted to see it just to see what like a Japanese take on the character is. I know I understand it's a Japanese character, but there hasn't really been other Japanese film or TV adaptations of Mario. And of course, in 1989, we had the Super Mario Brothers Super Show with Captain Lou Albano playing like a live action version <laughs> of uh, Mario. And it was it was sort of like live action host segments and cartoon storyline. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. Yeah, I have. Uh, with, we'll get into our history Captain in a Lou, sec. yes. And of course, back in 1993, we had the famous, <laughs> famously bad Super Mario Brothers movie starring Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Now, Matty D, what is your history with the Mario franchise? Oh, wow. Oh, my God. How, how, where, where to start? Because I come in at the cusp of this sort of Mario phenomenon, I guess. It was okay. sort of always around when I was growing up, when I was in kindergarten. The cusp of the mushroom. Yeah. When I was really little, I remember pe- hearing people talk about how good the movie was. But of course, okay. I was like five. So, were you living in an insane asylum at the time? <laughs> that was popular. So, th- that's when I was first introduced to who these characters were. People were talking about, you know, Wario and Mario and da 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 da. I had one of the old consoles. I played the original, one of the original, like, you know, platforming games. Sure. And then, of course, on the NES or the SNES, like every good child of the 90s, had a Nintendo 64, played okay. Mario Kart, loved Mario Kart, uh, played Mario. What was, what was the open world game you just mentioned it? Super Mario 64. Yeah, Super Mario 64, but not really into that. I was more of a Mario Kart guy um, and played other other sort of Mario's, uh, you know, the, the Donkey Kong game, even though that's sort of related, sort of not related, yeah. but played other video games. But you say always- you played the original Donkey Kong game? Uh, yes, it was an arcade game for ages, wasn't it? I did, yes. yeah, Quite famously original. an arcade game. I think mm. I have actually played that one. But yeah, I remember there was Donkey Kong and the Nintendo 64 as well. Mm. Yeah, that, that was the one I grew up with, the Nintendo 64 Donkey Kong. Very nice. Yeah. So, And then, of course, going to university, those games, we, we, we'd sort of bring a Nintendo 64 and sort of play these games. Yeah, classic. You know, with a few drinks. And occasionally, yes. you know, they'll they'll be brought up again. You know? I've actually played Mario Kart at your house with your friends. <laughs> you, yeah, you doesn't surprise me at all. Um, and you know, because they and Smash Brothers as well. Let's not forget Mario's a character in that. Because mm. with the Switch now, you can play all these games. Oh yeah, now so yeah, you can play things like Switch and Mario Kart, which I still do with uh, some of my friends. Do you have like access to the classic Mario games through the Switch? Do they have like I think a so. library I think of throwback games? I actually think just recently they released a bunch of the OG games. Okay, so you very can nice. actually download them in Switch, I think. I don't have, you know, I, I have the modern Mario Kart, so I didn't go okay. back in time and and grab the grab the old ones. But yeah, so this has been a game franchise. I wouldn't say I'm a super fan of it. And did you see the 1993 movie? Never. You've never seen it? Never. Okay, wow. I know enough about it to know what it's like, but I've never watched it, no. Okay. Well, Matty D, my history with Mario is a lot shorter than yours, so uh, I've never really played a Mario game. So anyone who's listened what? to our other video game adaptation movie episodes knows that I wasn't a big gamer as a young man. So I didn't grow up playing Sonic, Mario, what was it, Mortal Kombat. So anytime we do one of these episodes, I'm like, I've never really played one of these games. So the kid next door when Super Mario 64 came out had a copy of the game. So I'd go around to his house and watch him play it. So I'm sort of like somewhat familiar with that game. And the only one that I've ever really played was Mario's Game Gallery. Yeah. Is that the photo one? No, no, no. It was a, like, you could play like Yahtzee with Mario or Go Fish. Mario, Go Fish. Oh, you got to be fucking with me. And I love that game. It was a really good game. It was the second game that Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario, ever did. And I used to love when he'd be like, go fish. (laughs) Um, Very nice. And I think most of my understanding of the lore of the Mario universe comes from that game because all the cards would be the characters from the game and he'd explain like who they are. He's like, oh, "Oh, 
this is Bobom. This that's is good. Bowser. This, that, that's good. That's good for for your plot. And for this episode, I watched the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, did you? And I, and of course, when I was younger, I did catch a couple of episodes of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show with Captain Lou Albano. Oh. You didn't really mention that in your history. You just mentioned you'd seen it. I'd seen it, but I wouldn't. Not enough episodes to sort of class I it as my thinking history. it was terrible. Like I would it always turn terrible. it off. I don't think I could ever sit through a full episode. Wasn't there a cartoon show that we watched when we were really hungover? Along with Donkey Kong? Yeah, I don't Do you remember know, that. I don't know if that was part of it. I think that was <laughs> when you and me were like nursing really bad hangovers. Yes, I remember that. I remember watching Donkey <laughs> were you Kong. Watching Nintendo movies, like Nintendo TV shows. Oh, interestingly enough, we watched like an April Fool's episode of we- Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. And we're recording this basically on April Fool's. So yeah. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to that episode. Oh my god, that was such a terrible show. Yes. But such an enjoyable show. Yes, it was enjoyably bad. So that was the Donkey Kong show. I guess that is somewhat connected to this movie as well because Donkey Kong is a character in this movie. He certainly is. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. So I watched the 1993 movie for this episode just to you know get a bit of history and probably look at what they're not going to do with this new movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I couldn't even recognize anything as being from Mario. It's so far removed from anything in the Mario universe. It was like very jarring to watch. Well, that was one of the main criticisms of it, right? That it was so, I guess so. against anything to do with the video game at all. It may as well be a different name. The one thing that I really took away from it was that there was like a king toadstool and he was just like a fungus that hung down from the ceiling until they were able to finally like convert him back to a man by the end of the movie. So Dennis Hopper played Bowser, who they called King Cooper for some reason. I've yeah. no idea why they sometimes call him King Cooper and other times call him Bowser. And he was just like regular Dennis Hopper. <laughs> and he had this machine that sort of like reverted people back to their prehistoric forms. So, because in the world that they, everyone evolved from dinosaurs, right? That was a that's right. And so, if movie. he if he reverses a human, they turn into a monkey, and if uh-huh. he reverses a dinosaur person, they turn into a dinosaur, so on and so forth. The toadstool people turn into like fungus. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, that makes no sense. It was incredibly bad. But let's move on. Let's start talking about this new movie, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Now, this movie's been in development since 2017. Now, controversially so, I think this should be news to nobody. Charles Martinet was never asked to voice Mario or Luigi for this movie, even though he was really keen to. So when he heard that they were making the movies, he's like, oh, let's go. I voiced Mario in that movie. (laughs) They never even asked him. He never even got a phone call. Yeah. It's like poor old Morpheus. Lawrence Fishburne is Morpheus (laughs) in the new Matrix movie. And fans were not happy about that at all. So they were really unhappy to hear that he wasn't going to be involved as Mario or Luigi because he voices both of those characters. And I think Mm -hmm. he also voices Wario and Waluigi as well. Right. Wario, sorry. And when the actual voice cast was announced back in 2021, we'll discuss, of course, each of the actors in in due time. The fans really cracked the shits because they were like, who the hell are these people? Why have you got, like, no voice actors in this cast? (laughs) No, no. And why did you choose, like, this actor of all people... To voice Mario because he's almost these days famous for his underacting and that's not really what the character of Mario calls for. Yeah, I kind of agree with the sort of fight back from the fans, but part this is a controversial take, Kieran. Okay. How would you do a whole movie with the Mario voice as it is? I, I just don't Easily. see it. I just don't see it's it. It's already established in hundreds of video games. I just don't. Just I just have the same voice actors mm. and everyone will be happy. Okay, maybe. That's like doing a Mickey Mouse movie and getting Chris Pratt to voice <laughs> Mickey Mouse with his regular Chris Pratt voice. Like like they're doing in this movie, Brad. Yes, Practical. basically. But you're saying like, oh, there couldn't be a Mickey Mouse movie because no one would like the Mickey Mouse voice for a full feature length movie. Oh, I guess that's a good point. I'm talking at your ass, Matty D, I just, is what you're doing. I, I, you know, the over the top Italian stereotypical voice, I don't know if it would work in a movie in 2023. Sure, maybe, maybe not, but this is something that's been established and nobody's had a problem with for mm. s- since, uh, what was it, the mid-90s. Yeah. So, if people had an issue with it, I'm sure we would have heard about well, it. Well, that's why it's a controversial take, Kieran, but I, okay. I, I'm in the minority because everybody is not So, you're for this. Chris Pratt being Mario. I'm not against it. Let's put it that way. Couldn't we have, like, a different voice actor? Couldn't we have a voice actor? <laughs> Charles Martinet is just sitting there with his hands in his pockets. I would, I would, I, what I think they should have done is they should have had him in the movie as a cameo at the very least. Well, they do. Oh, good. We'll get into it. But they have actually announced that Charles Martinet is going to have a small role in the movie. So, what do we know about this movie so far? Oh, my God. We're spoiled for choice here. There is so much promotional material out on this movie. I have not seen a movie promoted this hard for a very long time. Since, like, pre-COVID. Like, people don't do 
advertising to the scale that they're doing for this movie. It's ridiculous. No, no. And and they're Which the is a- probably why they're presuming this is going to be the most highest grossing movie of the year. Because yeah. I don't think you can go anywhere, anywhere without seeing an ad for Super Mario. I could open up my phone right now and there'd be an ad for Super Mario. In our lives, we're walking past billboards yes. and, and advertising and buses of train like ads. Mario, every Mario's everywhere. And there's so many trailers. I don't even know how many there's trailers. There's eight there trailers are. that I counted. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. And the actors are going and doing there's a lot there's so press. many I couldn't keep up with them. Mm. That's the thing. Like, I'm going to have details missing from my plot because I couldn't keep up with the sheer amount of trailers that they had. And usually on this show, we're kind of scrounging for material That's right. and trying to find things and, and get really excited when we find a nugget of information. For this movie, it's like... There's a whole bunch of information that's just been thrown at us. And I think it's almost just as difficult as if we had nothing. Yes, I think you're absolutely right. So, from all that promotional material, what do we know about the movie, though? Right. So, the the movie's going to tell the story of Mario. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Let's move on. We're done for a day. So, it looks like Mario's going to find his way somehow. I guess we'll discuss it. To the Mushroom Kingdom. He's going to be separated from his brother, Luigi. It looks like Mario and Luigi have a Brooklyn plumbing business and he get teleported to a fantastic land. Uh, In this fantasy realm, a bad dragon hybrid thing called Bowser is trying to take over different lands. What he's up to, I guess we'll discuss. And Bowser has captured Luigi somehow and Mario is going to try to save his brother brother as well as helping out the mushroom kingdom we are seeing a lot a lot a lot of references to the video game already a lot of references to levels characters we know from the video games are all over the place we're seeing them driving around in in mario karts and go-karts we're seeing them doing super smash brothers sort of levels so much stuff so many so many characters so many things we've seen it's insane but the basic premise looks like mario is going to try to save his brother when they get teleported to this fantasy realm that he's never been to before yeah fair enough do you want to hear the official synopsis for this movie Mm -hmm. so i've got it here it goes while working underground to fix a water main brooklyn plumbers mario and brother luigi are transported down a mysterious pipe and wander into a magical new world but when the brothers are separated mario embarks on an epic quest to find luigi with the assistance of a Mushroom Kingdom resident, Toad, and with some training from the strong-willed ruler of the Mushroom Kingdom, Princess Peach, Mario taps into his own power. And I took that from the official website. Cool. Which, by the way, there are unfinished assets on the official website, which <laughs> I thought were hilarious. There's, like, characters T-posing in the background <laughs> of some of the official uh, pages there. But I guess you're not really supposed to notice that. I don't know about you, but I watched as many trailers as I could for this movie. I read this plot synopsis. And I thought about, like, what I knew about the character Mario and the world that Mario inhabits. And I basically sat there for a day going, like, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I felt the same way. Like, it's overload of information. Yes. And it's not sort of like a movie that follows a standard formula. Like, I guess you could presume that it follows, like, a standard kids movie cartoon epic adventure formula. Mm-hmm. It's not like we haven't seen those in movies before. Like, I was thinking about Sonic. But this is a universe I'm not familiar with. This is characters that I'm personally not really that familiar with. So, I was watching the footage, any footage I can get, and just being like, what the hell is going on? Who are these people? What's this place? Okay. And just being so confused. And I'm like, and I have to predict what's going to happen in this movie? Uh, Well, maybe I'm a little bit lucky because I knew most of the characters that were being shown on screen. But how I felt about this was kind of like having a whole bunch of clothes that you're trying to shove into a suitcase. That's how I felt doing this prediction. It's just like, you kind of think you've got everything, you know, packed away. And then all of a sudden- The plane's leaving in an hour and you still haven't (laughs) packed properly yet. And you're like, I need this, this, and this, and this. Have I got everything? And then you notice that there's another pile of clothes that you didn't even see before. You're like, how does this fit in here? Yeah. That's it was I ridiculous. Felt. Like, I think this may be the hardest plot prediction I've ever had to do, to be yeah, honest. It's up there with me, too. So, I can't wait to get into it because I'm sure we're either going to have the exact same plot or radically different plots. And I don't even know if we're going to be close to the actual movie. Uh-huh. So, let's talk about who's in this movie. Oh let's talk boy. about this controversial Mario cast. So, of course, playing the character of Mario himself, we've mentioned him already, is Christopher Pratt. Who, of course, we've talked about before in Jurassic World Dominion. Onward, as well as Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, he's going to surprise everyone and be everyone's favourite Mario. Maybe. (laughs) Imagine that. Stranger things have happened. So, interestingly enough, Chris Pratt said he's not going to do a Mario voice for this character. He's just going to do his regular Chris Pratt voice with some, like, Mario inflections at points. I'm sure all the bits that we saw in the trailer were the, the few times where he was actually doing, like, somewhat of a Mario voice, but... It's going to be so weird just hearing regular Chris Pratt voice coming out of Mario. It's, it is it is weird, right? Because he talks normally 
through the whole trailer from what we see, and then occasionally he'll go, oh, "Let's a go." It's like where like does a that really come from? flat. Let's go. <laughs> let's a go. Let's a go. And yeah, it's it's very bizarre. I can't wait to see it in action in the movie and see like if it works because. Let me just be completely frank. Whenever I saw that Super Mario Brothers Super Show, one of the reasons I didn't like it was because I was like, Mario's voice is so jarring. That was our banner, right? No, no, he didn't voice Mario in the cartoon. Oh. He was the live action sort of host Mario. Right. But the, the Mario in the cartoon sounded a bit like Bob Hoskins from the 1993 movie. It's not like Bob Hoskins was going like, woohoo, let's go. He was more sort of stereotypical Brooklyn being like, hey, Luigi, what's going on here? And I'm like, that voice doesn't suit Mario. <laughs> in fact, when Charles Martinet was first auditioning to play the character, that's the voice that he did. And they didn't want to give him the role because they're like, that just doesn't suit the character. And then he invented like the more high pitched, happier version because he was just like, well, what if Mickey Mouse was sort of like this character? And so that's how we ended up Clever. with like the, the classic Mario voice. And they liked that a lot better. But anyway. Next up, playing the character of Princess Peach is Anya Taylor-Joy, of course, we've talked about before in New Mutants. Mm -hmm. She's become a lot more famous since then. She's huge. So, yeah, interesting choice. I don't know if her voice really suits Princess Peach. (laughs) No comment. (laughs) But, yeah, it's the voice we have. The voice we have. There are other ill-fitting voices I think we're going to come to. Interestingly enough, playing the character of Luigi is Charlie Day, who's probably most famous for the TV show Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Now, this was a casting choice that I thought actually worked. I'm not unhappy with Charlie Day voicing Luigi because okay. I think it kind of works for the character and it's kind it's not exactly how Luigi traditionally sounds, but it's more of a voice than Chris Pratt is attempting. Well, I guess he has a higher voice. He can go to a higher register. He's very yeah. he's, he's comedically gifted, so I guess that He's got works. like that naturally wimpy voice anyway. Mm. So that kind of works for Luigi. Uh, Luigi's a bit of a badass though. Not really. I Have you so. played Luigi's Mansion? <laughs> yeah. I think the whole point of Luigi is he's the wimpy brother. Next up playing the character Bowser, interestingly enough, is Jack Black, yeah. who of course we've talked about before in Jumanji the Next Level. Mm-hmm. This is a casting choice I actually like. Really? Yes. I didn't think he suited the character at all. But what does Bowser usually sound like? I don't know. It's better than Dennis Hopper. Bowser just rules and stuff. I'm happy yeah. with Jack Black. I think he's going to kill it. Sure, okay. Maybe he's going to do some rigga-gigga-goos, some Tenacious D songs. Yeah. Might be interesting. <laughs> so next up, playing the character of Toad is Keegan-Michael Key, who, wow. of course, we've talked about before in Toy Story 4, as well as Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about this one, Matty D. Yeah, me neither. Like, listening to the voice of the trailer, it, like, you might as well be rubbing cheese graters on my ears. It's such <laughs> an annoying voice. I don't want to hear him through the whole movie just well, doing that Toad voice. You know, Toad has typically a really weird voice. It's got, like, that voice, yeah. you know, so. He sort of has, like, a cute voice traditionally. Mm. I think about when he goes off the cliff in Mario Kart and he goes like, ah! Yeah. He, he was the player I always chose to race as, by the way. Okay. Uh, Toad. Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting. Any reason why? He was fast. Fair enough. I don't know. Just someone told me Toad is the fastest character in the game. It was a lie, but I just believed it. Now I always play as Toad. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Next up, playing the character of Donkey Kong is Seth Rogen, who, of course, we've talked about before with Chip and Dale. (laughs) I don't know about this one either. Oh, this one's a terrible one. I can't wait to hear Donkey Kong do like the... (laughs) 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 Oh, but you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference between regular Donkey Kong, famous for his (laughs) Seth Rogen laugh. Seth Rogen. Yeah, well, Donkey Kong being a stoner could work. I, guess, <laughs> I didn't know? even think about that you angle. Know, you know, the start He's of smoking bananas. Yes, the start of Donkey Kong sixty four is him just lying around in like a bunch of banana peels, too lazy to work. So you know, like that could be yeah. the direction they go. He's a pothead. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and next up, playing the character of Cranky Kong. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Well, I'll be monkey's uncle. Is Fred Armisen? Hey. Of course, I first saw in the TV show Crank Yankers. So appropriately enough, the wow. guy from Crank Yankers is playing Cranky. Makes sense. He was also in Saturday Night Live for a run. But I probably know him best for being one of the voice actors in the Grand Theft Auto series as well as the Red Dead Redemption series. Who was in Red Dead? Uh, He was some of the random sort of townsfolk in both games. It's good to have a voice actor. And he was on the radio in uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 and 5. But he was very notable in Grand Theft Auto 4. Like, I first paid attention to Fred Armisen as a voice actor from playing that game. Uh Uh-huh. So, next up, we do actually have a couple of voice actors actually working on this movie. Now, this is something we get on our soapbox about any time we talk about an animated movie. We usually can't stand when voice actors aren't given roles in big Hollywood movies. Instead, they get the actors who are getting all the roles to replace them, just get bums on seats and put names on a poster. So, we do actually have, as I mentioned before, Charles Martinet is voicing uh, a couple of unnamed characters. He's not voicing Mario, but he's voicing some other unknown characters. Like, here you go, have the scraps, Charles. Here's your legacy. Have the scraps. Still a payday, man. 
Yes, at least he is involved in some regard. Now, last but not least, playing the character of Kamek, who I only mentioned once in my plot, oh, really? is Kevin Michael Richardson, who voiced Goro in the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie. Yes. Uh, amongst other things. Exactly. He does a lot of Star Wars voice work. So that's everyone who's in this movie. Let's get straight into our plots. Right. Manny D, I would love to go first because I have basically nothing. Sir, be my guest. Be my guest. I am so unconfident with this one, as you could probably tell from the preamble. <laughs> I just want to get, get it out of the way. <laughs> I feel like Manny D with John Wick Chapter 4, basically. <laughs> so I feel like the movie's going to open the same way that the original teaser trailer opens. So we have a cold open in an ice kingdom, appropriately enough. So, in a frozen castle, we meet the Penguin King and his loyal penguin subjects, and their peaceful existence is shattered when Bowser's floating lava castle arrives just outside their gate to their kingdom. An army of Koopa Trooper turtles file out of the lava castle before the turtle wizard Kamek appears. Kamek introduces Bowser, who strolls out of his castle looking like a badass. Bowser demands the penguins open the gate, and the Penguin King complies. So, just to save myself from the future here, Kamek is basically Bowser's advisor, Mm-hmm. He's going to be there alongside Bowser doing any sort of magic tricks that he needs along the way. Because mm-hmm. Bowser, as far as I know, doesn't have any magic powers. So, he's like the, the Igor to, you know... Frankenstein. Frankenstein. He's like the second banana. He's the- like the Matty D to Kieran. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. You mean I'm magic? I'm a wizard? Yes. Is that what you mean? Yeah, with plot predictions. So... I'll take it. I'll take it. So, Bowser demands the penguins open the gate and the Penguin King complies. It's just like that scene in Lord of the Rings. The penguins defend themselves with a full-on assault, but their snowballs are ineffective against Bowser's army. Because they're snowballs, after all. (laughs) So the Koopa Troopers capture the Penguin King, and Bowser melts the ice castle with his fire breath. Inside the remains of the castle, Bowser finds what he came there for, a floating superstar. So, of course, not like, you know, Chris Pratt is in the the remains of the castle. (laughs) We're talking about, like, the the literal golden yellow star that uh, Mario typically collects that gives him the... Does it have a name? Superstar. Okay. As Bowser grabs up the star, he declares, now who's going to stop me? Which leads us to our opening titles, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Of course, I think the title's going to be accompanied by a flashy new version of the classic Super Mario Brothers theme. You know, how does it go? Oh, geez, how does it go? Um... Yeah, there we go. That's it. We know. We found it. So we cut to present day Brooklyn, New York, where we meet our heroes, brothers Mario and Luigi. Mario and Luigi are down on their luck plumbers whose work is drying up. Read the character proof, right? <laughs> yes, I did. So they're down to their last couple of bucks, just like at the start of Ghostbusters, and they're worried <laughs> that they'll bring shame to a long lineage of plumbers. So their father was a plumber, their grandfather was a plumber, and they went all the way back to prehistoric plumbing times. <laughs> Where they were dinosaurs. Yes. No, they were monkeys. Oh, sorry. So Mario and Luigi previously used to work for a big construction firm run by Spike, but were fired due to their bumbling, clumsy nature. So they used to install plumbing in like high-rise building developments, stuff like that. Just as they're about to close the shingle on their business for good, they receive a call from the council to fix a broken water main. Thank goodness I read the synopsis. So as Mario and Luigi head to the job, they make their way through the New York streets just like it's a platforming game. Oh, cool. So they're like running and leaping over bins, jumping over like, uh, what's it called? Scaffolding, Mm -hmm. leaping over people. And it's all shot from side on. So it's like a regular New York street, but we're seeing like a side scrolling platform-esque view. Yeah. So it's going to be a level in the video game they release. More or less. Oh, hopefully so. Oh, maybe if they made like a video game, like a Mario, typical Mario video game just based on this movie. They probably will. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, it's already based very heavily on a lot of the games. So I guess it's kind of redundant, but whatever. They do that with movies all the time. So the job leads the brothers to investigate an expansive underground area filled with thousands and thousands of pipes. And as they're looking around, Luigi comes across a strange large green pipe. And as he looks inside, it sucks him in. While looking around for Luigi, Mario comes across Luigi's pipe wrench inside the green pipe. And it also sucks him in. (laughs) With a... (laughs) You know, that sound effect. So the pipe sends them through another dimension. And as they fall, Mario and Luigi become separated, each tumbling into a different kingdom. Mario ends up landing in the Mushroom Kingdom, where he finds Dr. Robotnik still living in exile. (laughs) That's just a joke. A a Sega crossover? Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Ambitious already. So Mario actually runs into Toad, who tells him that they sent the pipe to his world in order to summon a brave hero to save their kingdom. Mario tries to explain to Toad that he's no hero, doesn't even have his tool bag since Luigi was holding it, but Toad still believes that if the pipe brought Mario to them, then it's destiny. Mario asks Toad about Luigi, and Toad realises that Luigi has fallen into Bowser's kingdom. But Toad promises that with Princess Peach's help, they'll be able to rescue Luigi from Bowser and save the day. Is it making sense so far? Yeah, I'm liking this so far. It's uh, it's very familiar, let me put it that okay, way. Okay, interesting. So, meanwhile, Luigi lands in, surprise, surprise, Bowser's kingdom. He stumbles around in the dark for a bit and is attacked by skeletal turtles. 
Luigi flees into the castle grounds before running into a troop of shy guys who capture him. Oh, they're they just shy because they don't like to speak up or? Well, well they wear masks to hide their identity. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a joke. I was only familiar with them for the first time yesterday when I wrote my notes. Luigi is taken before Bowser, who believes that he is the hero that the Mushroom Kingdom has summoned to stop him. Laughing, Bowser places Luigi in a cage hanging perilously over lava alongside other prisoners, including the Penguin King and Lumily, who's the little cute blue star that we see. Mm. I believe he's from Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's like star characters in that I did at that least game. two seconds worth of Googling. <laughs> so Bowser plans to use the power of the superstar to destroy the Mushroom Kingdom and finally rule the universe. Meanwhile, Toad leads Mario through the town outside Peach's castle, which is peopled by Toadstool men, quite like Toad himself. So the Toadstools harvest coins from question mark blocks and travel from place to place via pipes. Toad leads Mario into a pipe and we have a scene of slapstick as Mario painfully slams his way up the pipeline. I'm just taking this straight from the trailer. Straight from the trailer. Having finally arrived at Peach's castle, which thankfully she's not in another castle, she's actually in this one, (laughs) Mario is introduced to Princess Peach, who he instantly becomes smitten with. Peach explains that in order to save the kingdom and rescue Luigi, they will need to unite the kingdoms, the other kingdoms obviously, and take on Bowser together. But before they can do that, Mario needs to learn how to platform, in quotation marks. You see, in order to unite the kingdoms, Mario will need to compete in platforming puzzles that will test his skills, speed, and stamina. Almost taken directly from the games. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to translate to movie, but I worked it in the best I could. So, is 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 he fighting Bowser with platforming? Or? Potentially so. Okay. So, Peach takes Mario to a practice platforming section, and Mario takes several hours to finally compete it. So, it starts off during the day, and it's still nighttime, and he's still trying to complete the same platforming section. Because he's never obviously done anything like this before. All that practice running up and down the streets of Brooklyn Doesn't didn't count. prepare him for like those swinging fireball things or, um, you know, those blocks that crumble as you run across well, them. I don't feel sorry for him because I never got a tutorial on Mario. So, yeah. Didn't yeah, offer it back go. in the day. Peach begins to wonder if Mario truly is the right man to save them. But for the lack of any other options, she decides to stick with Mario as his mentor. We're also introduced to the mushrooms that make Mario Super Mario. And for a limited time, Mario has superpowers. So, yeah, the mushrooms do that. They make him big, as you said before. <laughs> He's like, check this out. Oh, wait, it's Chris Pratt. <laughs> check this out. <laughs> Feeling that Mario is as ready as he'll ever be, Peach, Mario and Toad head off on their journey. They travel through the bob battlefield, an island area, and the calamari desert before arriving in a jungle world. Here, Mario will come across an egg that hatches into baby Yoshi, who thinks that Mario is his mother. That's Mama Mario to you. I'm referencing the Super Mario Super Show. Mario is freaked out by the green dinosaur at first, but they soon become fast friends. Now, I didn't mention Yoshi at all for the rest of my plot. <laughs> See, he's just there. Just there? Is he, he hanging out with- Yeah, he just hangs out with them. Or does he come and go? Is he, or is he part of the group? Uh, he's part of the group, let's okay. say. I didn't see him in the trailer. I saw some other Yoshi-like species, but I don't know how you'd do this movie and have all these other references and not include Yoshi. They'll definitely have Yoshi. I think you're right. Or Yoshi for our American listeners. So, Peach also takes the time to explain that various pickups will grant different types of temporary powers, such as the Fire Flower grants flame abilities. Meanwhile, Bowser becomes aware that Mario is making moves against him and asks Luigi who he is. Luigi denies any knowledge of Mario, but it's clear to Bowser that the two are brothers. We see a scene in the trailer where he tortures him by pulling (laughs) a hair out of his moustache, which, by the way, hurts a hell of a lot. Oh, does it? Yes. It's like worse than like when you get a hair on your head pulled out. Really? Yeah, or less so than, you know, downstairs. <laughs> I've only I've only grown a mustache like a few times in my life, so I've never really pulled any hairs out. Yeah, it's something that happens. You'd be surprised, especially really? when you're at the dentist, oh, <laughs> like I was no. recently. So, Bowser sees Luigi as his ace in the hole and figures that Luigi will be great leverage against Mario. So, their journey soon leads Mario and friends to Cranky Kong. Well, I'll be your monkey's uncle, the leader of the Jungle Kingdom. In order to win over Cranky, Mario will need to take on the Jungle Kingdom's champion in combat. Mario nervously enters the arena, and the champion is revealed to be Donkey Kong, who enters with the famous Donkey Kong rap. So he's finally here. Yeah. They're going to do the Donkey Kong I rap? hope so. I hope so, man. I'd love that. So Donkey Kong is cocky and arrogant and doesn't see Mario as a threat at all. Mario puts on a brave face and tries to fight DK, but he's immediately pummeled by the great ape. Peach reminds Mario of the power-ups from the sideline, and Mario leaps up to a golden question mark block. A super bell emerges from the block, transforming Mario into Cat Mario. <laughs> Catboy Mario, as I like to call him. He wears a little, like, maid outfit. <laughs> his cat ears on his head. It's a good time. So, Donkey Kong laughs at Cat Mario, but with his new cat-like abilities, Mario is able to outmaneuver Donkey Kong and defeat him. You can scratch him up with his claws, too. At last, the Jungle Kingdom agrees to help out our heroes. Bowser then makes his move against the Mushroom Kingdom, anchoring his floating castle above Peach's castle. 
Realising they're out of time, Peach tells Cranky that they need to get back to the Mushroom Kingdom as quickly as possible. How on earth are they going to get back so far? So, so they know that uh, Bowser's at the Mushroom Kingdom. That's right. And they've got to go back. How do they know that? Uh, one of the Toad people rings her up <laughs> on a mobile phone. <laughs> their mobile phone. So, Cranky leads our heroes to an underground racing facility and announces that the fastest way back would be to race along the Rainbow Road in their go-karts. Okay. This kicks off the big Mario Kart portion of the movie, which plays like a kid's version of Mad Max Fury Road. As our army of heroes race along the Rainbow Road, they are attacked by an army of Koopa Troopers who are also in pimped-out vehicles. Mario leaps from cart to cart, taking out bad guys with turtle shells as he goes. And I think there'll be a moment where Donkey Kong takes out a couple of enemies with banana peels, as is standard in Mario Kart, as he eats his lunch. As he smokes bananas, as I said earlier. (laughs) He's choking down those bananas. So they make it back to Peach's castle safe and sound, and our heroes break up into smaller groups to launch an assault against Bowser and his minions. Mario and Donkey Kong team up to fight their way to Bowser, while Peach and Toadstool rescue the captured Toadstool citizens. At the same time, Luigi manages to escape from his prison and frees his fellow prisoners, attacking Bowser's troops from inside the castle. So we've got like a three or four pronged assault going on here. Mario and Donkey Kong fight their way through a high-paced platforming section, with Kong picking up fire powers from a flower and Mario unlocking a flying raccoon suit. They climb the way up the anchor chain to Bowser's floating castle, where Mario finally reunites with his brother Luigi. Something happens to Donkey Kong to get him out of the way. Maybe like a bob comes running out and blows him off the, yeah, okay. the floating so, castle. So he falls off the castle? That's right, but he's going to be all right. Yeah, okay. Thank God, Kieran. <laughs> well, maybe he gets impaled at a stick and we all cheer because we're like, fuck you, Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong. <laughs> no, no, he'll be fine. Mario and Luigi fight Bowser as a team, as the Super Mario Brothers, but even together they're no match for Bowser's power. But Mario is able to get his hands on the superstar at the last moment and goes into his multicolored invincible state. So in this form, Mario easily beats up Bowser, grabs him by the tail and flings him into the distance, crying, so long, gay Bowser. So long, gay Bowser. Yeah. Isn't that what he says when he throws Bowser in the Nintendo 64 game? I don't know. Let's hear the clip right now. So long, gay Bowser. Inconclusive. (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) With Bowser and his minions defeated, Peace returns to the Mushroom Kingdom and Mario and Luigi are celebrated as heroes. Peach offers them a place in her kingdom, but Mario and Luigi decline, saying that their true place as heroes lies in Brooklyn, where they are needed to unclog toilets and fix leaking taps. It's honourable. Yes. So back in New York, Mario and Luigi are paid a surprise visit from their father, Mario Sr., who is voiced oh. by Charles Martinet. That's nice. So we get That's like an nice. older voice of Mario who has the classic Mario voice and everyone goes, yeah, he's there. This guy, this Chris Pat jerk was just his son the whole yeah. time. And, and then they can be like, oh, he's fathering, he's passing the torch yes. to Chris Pratt. Yes. So Charles Martinet is getting on in the years as well. So who knows how many more years he's going to be able to voice this character. Mm. Hopefully many more years, but you know, Hopefully. it'll be a sad day when he's no longer around. And, and Chris they, Pratt's they have to voice. bring in Chris Pratt to do all the games. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, that was everything in my plot, by the way, but I, th- I really hope that the movie ends with Chris Pratt singing Do the Mario from the Super Mario Brothers. Do the Super- Mario? Yeah. You know the end credits of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? Swing your arms from side to side. Hey, come on, let's do the Mario. <laughs> That'd be great. And he's there like flossing on the screen as like the credits go up next to him. Just like- Flossing? Yeah, that's like a cool modern dance that kids like. Modern dance flossing? Yeah. He'd, be, he'd more do the Wednesday he's saying, dance. He's saying that this, yeah, sure. He's saying that this movie won't already be out of touch with the youth by the time it oh, comes out. They've yeah. been developing it since 2017. It will definitely be. Maybe we'll get a dab. Oh, yeah. Donkey Kong's going to dab. He's going to donkey dab. <laughs> anyway, that was my plot. Cool. I don't think you're- uh, Please off- forgive me, everyone. No, I don't think you're off the mark, to be honest. I think you've got nothing to apologize for. Um, I think you've- Well, I mean, what would I know? Because I don't know what's going to happen in the movie. But- there's a lot of similarities, so we're, can't either wait we're both them. right or we're both wrong. So I'm going to go straight into what I think is going to happen. There's so much stuff that happened in this trailer that I wasn't able to shoehorn in my plot, so I yeah, know likewise. already I'm missing points. So I watched the trailers one time each and was just like, oh, I'm just going to make everything up. I watched them several times. Oh, wow. <laughs> All How right, did you so- have time? There were so many. <sighs> yeah, like it was like 10 minutes of trailers. Yeah. All right, so we're going to open. This is going to sound very familiar to you. We're going to open exactly like the trailer. There's a sinister floating fire castle okay. that appears in a dark sky. It releases a spiked ball on a chain, an anchor that lands into the uh, ground. The, the castle lands and an uh, army of cute little Koopa troopers march out, led by a wizard Koopa named Kamek. That's it. That's how it's pronounced. Kamek, right? I think it is. Kamek. That character, the wizard. The Koopas have appeared to land in a snowy, cold region. Uh, Kamek n- announces the leader of the Koopas, Bowser, who appears in all his badass Jack Black glory, and some of the Coopers will appear to be intimidated, so they're going to like hide their, you know, okay. hide in their shells and, and whatnot. They're scared of their own boss. Yeah, well, he's he's a bad guy. 
the gates of the Ice Palace will open and a bunch of cute penguins will appear, much like you said, and much like in the trailer, they'll start by having an assault of snowballs to defend. Maybe their there'll be a scene lands. where Mario throws like a baby penguin off a cliff. <laughs> Do you remember that in Super yes! Mario 64? Yes. <laughs> and just <laughs> and the look on the mother's face yeah. when you killed its child, <laughs> which we all did because we're terrible yes. people. All right, so they're, they're obviously not enough uh, for the Koopa Troopers and Karmic uses his magic to throw all the penguins and sort of disable them like we see in the, yeah. in the trailer, like they're all, and then the Koopa Troopers come and capture them with their spikes. They kind of like arrest them. Bowser will breathe fire on the ice castle and destroy it. Once the castle melts, the ice all melts, uh, a magical item is revealed. Now, this is a star. What I know about it is it's called the Star Man, apparently. Star that's Man? Called, okay. Yeah, that's what I is read. Is he waiting in the sky? <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> so, it's, it's, a, it's a glowing star, and it is clear that the penguins have been protecting this artifact, this item. Okay. The Penguin King might let out a protest against Bowser to, to, to take this item, but Bowser's going to do it anyway because they're all restrained by the Coopers. Bowser announces and that then nothing- Bowser has to race like the penguin on his belly down like a nice slide. <laughs> I wish, I wish. No, Bowser is going to announce that nothing can stop him now as he takes the star, an item which will give him invincibility. It's a really powerful rare item mm-hmm. that is now making him invulnerable to any sort of harm at all. Who can stop him now, right? Yep. Now we wonder who. I wonder who. Title screen. We get the ti- the Mario Brothers title, and then we cut to the world we know. Now we're going to see a campy ad for the Mario Brothers plumbing company, much like we do see okay. in some of the trailers. I didn't think that was actually going to appear in the movie, but I guess it could. It's going to be a framing device. No, okay. <laughs> no, I think it's going to appear to introduce them as like a plumbing company. And, right. And again, they operate in Brooklyn now. After that, we're going to see Mario and Luigi in a like a really old rickety van going to a plumbing job that they've been called for. Luigi mm-hmm. may complain to Mario why they call it the Mario Brothers, even though it's both of them in like co-partnership. And Mario will say- it just Maybe ro- Luigi will awkwardly try and pick up a chick in the worst <laughs> way possible. Is that what happens in the movie? That's what happens in the 1993 movie. <laughs> It's so bad. Is it, oh my god! I can't is that the that bad out. bit about it though? That's a bad bit about it. <laughs> Tell you what, Hoskins is a good Mario though. I haven't seen the okay. movie, but I, I would think he, he would just does good. his Eddie Valiant performance, but in a worse movie. Yeah, and don't we all love that? I guess so. I wasn't loving it. <laughs> okay, fair. Luigi. So back to my plot. Mario will say, uh, you know, the Mario Brothers just roll off the tongue. It's not going to be their last name like the original movie. Okay, it's just going to be. It's going to be better. It's better than the Luigi Brothers. That's too much of a mouthful. The customer they visit will be in hysterics because their bathroom sink is leaking. Mario approaches fixing the bathroom sink with the precision of a surgeon. And although it's a mundane task, it'll be treated like a, you know, exciting action okay. scene. He's going to be very good at his job. That's what, that's the takeaway here. Mario and Luigi will leave high-fiving each other with their equipment, like with their wrench and, you know, yep. plumbing. What is it called? Plunger. Spanner. Spanner yeah, why not? For, you know, because so, it's a job well done. Just then a huge, this is where I go on a limb, by the way. Okay. Just then a huge truck appears right in front of them. With the words Wario's Plumbing Company in big letters (laughs) written on it. And so an obnoxious Wario appears. He like, like you see him poke his head out of the window. (laughs) And he tells Mario with his new automatic plumbing technology that he's installed, he is fixing all the plumbing in the entire block and he doesn't even need to lift a finger. (laughs) And has he got his brother Waluigi with him? You better believe it. Waluigi gets out and like goes, Waluigi. And he he like thrusts his crutch and does that dance. You better believe Waluigi's there. So, <laughs> it is clear that Wario is Mario's main competitor. Right. I'm not going to go into the fact that they're brothers. We, we can address that Are in another movie. I thought they were, but I'm just going to leave that alone. I have no idea about that. But he's the, he's the main competitor and doing far better than the struggling Mario brothers. Wario then drives off and hits a puddle wetting the Mario brothers as okay. he drives off with, and then we'll see like Waluigi in the other riding shotgun and they're both yeah. laughing on their way, driving off. Into the <laughs> I'd sunset. love it if that happened. There's no evidence that it will happen, but yeah. that's, just a, that's just a little prediction there. So back at the Mario Brothers office slash apartment where they live and work. Think of it like a private eye detective. I was going to say, I was thinking the Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah, very similar. They live next to the train tracks. How often do the trains go past? So often you won't even notice. <laughs> I lived in a house like that once. Yeah. <laughs> so Mario laments that they are struggling and they need to find something to compete with Mario. Otherwise, you know, they're in big trouble. Mario plays his voicemail messages, hearing a few messages about him being in debt, things he needs to pay. We might have a gag where, you know, Mario's mother will call them up, you know. Says, say, you'll never write, you'll never call. <laughs> but one of the messages is for a job uh, that on the outskirts of Brooklyn, offering, offering a reasonable fee. 
Now, the message says that no other plumbing company will do this particular job. So, Mario's like, okay, well, we can okay. do it. So, Mario gets excited, but Luigi says that the address is known for a place that is haunted. And this <laughs> is Luigi's mansion. Yes, yes. That Okay, yes. I'm going out on a risk here. It makes more sense. and I'm, Maybe you've read something that I haven't, that it's like a council area, but I'm going to say it's like a haunted mansion like Luigi's okay. mansion. Okay, interesting. That they, that they go to. So, Mario insists that they need to do that. So, they go there. It is spooky. There are paintings symbolizing locations from the video game. There are just a few oh, okay. in there. Whilst they go to try to fix an in- intricate system of underground pipes, Luigi notices in one of the pipes, there's like a glowing- thing coming out like a, sh- oh, a sense okay, a of thing. light yeah thing <laughs> we call it we call it light where i come from <laughs> so light yeah light's coming out of one of the pipes so he attempts to find the source of this because luigi's a naturally curious sort of character mario asks luigi what he's doing and suddenly when they both go up to the pipe they both get sucked in this pipe is green as well mm-hmm. pu- sucked into the pipe <laughs> they get transported to this sort of magical we see it in the trailer it's like this magical kind of stream that they're kind of flying yeah. through and although they're holding hands to keep together, Luigi's toolbox will, that's sort of around his shoulder, his tool bag, yeah, gets pulled, uh, pulls him away and they split up. And we see that Luigi gets sent off to Bowser's castle mm-hmm. and Mario gets sent off to the Mushroom Kingdom. Now, I think the reason this happens is because Bowser is on his way uh, trying to attack a, another sort of land. And it just so happens that he's coming by when okay. the Mario brothers are. You know, so okay. Let's then- hope they put that much thought into the movie. <laughs> they probably will not. So Mario lands in a field of mushrooms. He finds it all strange. Get ready, Kieran, because we're going to have some fish out of water comedy. Oh, great! You, I know you love it so much. Now oh, those sucker fishes that come up and uh, they've got the li- the big lips <laughs> and they attach themselves to Mario's face. That's right. All of a sudden, Mario is about to touch a blue mushroom when he is stopped by an anthropomorphic mushroom man called Toad or Toad School, who tells him don't touch it, and then decides actually no, that's fine. You can probably touch it. It's okay. It's a, you know we see it all in the trailer. Toad tells Mario that he's obviously useless, so he's going to be his guide. Okay. And they do the gag where Mario thinks he's dreaming and Toad kicks him in the cojones to prove that he's not. So, Mario asks, you know, I was with my brother, where might he be? And just through- Oh, brother, where for art thou? Yeah, exactly. Toad says he's not sure uh, where to find him. Just through Mario's description of Bowser's castle, Toad will immediately stop and say, oh, no, you know, your brother's in big trouble. He's going to die. Yeah, he's going to die. Mario might ask why, and we're going to see a flash of where Luigi is at this point, which is in Bowser's castle. He gets picked up uh, by some Koopa Trooper soldiers, and they capture him and take him to Bowser, who's sitting at a throne. We may see at this stage what we see in the trailer where Bowser's sort of addressing all his armies and sort of giving his plans about world domination and that sort of stuff and introducing all the characters. I think there's like three different creatures that he addresses. I can't remember what they all are. Goombas, Koopa Troopers, and then whatever those guys are. Whatever those guys are. So, he'll do that there. Now, at this stage, Bowser doesn't think Luigi's a threat, just somebody came across, so he's just going to throw him in a jail cell with all the other characters he's picked up, including that star thing and uh, the penguins, which we see all in the trailer, and we see some sort of comic relief there. Anyway, back to the Mushroom Kingdom. Toad starts showing Mario around, and we're going to have Easter eggs galore. Um, similar to what you said, it's it's populated by sort of these Toad characters, these Mushroom characters. Um, They use... It, the the little golden boxes are actually ATMs that they get money out of, not just mm. random things. And there's going to be pipes that they use to travel. There's a there's a store that show that sells antiques that are going to be from old yeah. video games, which Pixelated I thought was kind of nice. Things, yeah. It's going to be such a, a bunch of Easter eggs everywhere here. But Toad is going to take him to the princess, as in Mario to the princess, via the pipes there. And here we're going to have some exposition. And maybe at this stage we're going to see how athletic Mario is because maybe he'll trip on something and then just. He's going to take off his shirt. He's super buff. He's super buff. Yeah. So he meets Peach for the first time, who's the ruler of this kingdom, and Peach will explain that you know what our goals kind of align. You want to you want to find your brother and save your brother. I want to protect the you know the mushroom Mushroom kingdom kingdom from Bowser, so we can work together. And I guess I guess uh, you know just seeing. Seeing Mario jump around in that short little bit where he trips over something, they decide, oh, he might be actually valuable. Okay, (laughs) for some reason. For some reason. Why not? Or he has, oh, I tell you what, I'm just going to make this up on the fly. Because of his plumbing techniques, he shows some plumbing skills, like with a pipe that's broken. He unclogs her toilet. And they're all like, she's like, I had this massive turd blocking (laughs) up my toilet for so long. I've been poking it with a coat hanger. Yeah, yeah. It's a massive massive turd starring Bob Hoskins. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, But yeah, so he does that and everybody's blown away because they've never seen anything like it. So they're like, oh, you're going to be blown away by the stink. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. 
So she explains that they're trying to make an alliance with the Kongs, but it's no easy feat because the Kongs only respect strength, so they need a champion to go and defeat they're one of their They're always pulling practical jokes on each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it called? Uh, they didn't call it April Fool's Day. They called it Old Fool's Day or something yeah, like that. Yeah, All right? Fool's Day. All Fool's Day. That's right. Any any three people who've seen the episode we're talking about yeah. will get a kick out of that. You played him like a Stradivarius, did he? Did he? <laughs> you were in on this too? Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Gotcha! It isn't an official All Fool's Day prank till you say those magic words and you said them. So they decide they're um, that's what they're going to do. Peach is going to train Mario, takes him to like that uh, platforming training section yep. that you described in your plot. There's going to be a little bit of comedy there where Mario just kind of gets familiar with the mechanics of his own game. And then they're going to go off to the world that in- are inhabited by the Kongs. It's going to be like a jungle area. And here Mario is going to be sent to an arena where he's going to fight Donkey Kong. This is something that appears pr- like Oh, very- I forgot to mention that I think Donkey Kong is going to throw barrels at Mario during this, this fight. Sick. That would be sick. So this is something Does that, that happen in your movie? Yes, it does. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's got to throw bar- barrels. He's Donkey Kong. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So, essentially, in the arena, Cranky Kong is like the leader. He's the father of Donkey Kong, and he's going to be like the the king, the, the monarch, and Princess Peach will be sitting beside him while they watch these two combatants fight each other. And, you know, essentially it plays out as it does in the trailer. Donkey Kong won't take the threat of Mario seriously. They're going to fight and Mario's going to use sort of weapon upgrades that he finds on the question mark boxes mm-hmm. to defeat Donkey Kong. Anyway, the result of this actually is that both combatants are winners. That's a draw. Oh, it's a tie. Okay. It's a tie. So because of this, they're both dis- declared to be the champions that are going to have to fight Bowser together, making it somewhat like a buddy sort of situation here. And also the Kongs agree, well, we're going to have an alliance with you. Sure. All of a sudden, Bowser appears because he's attacking the Donkey Kong area. And Donkey Kong and Mario will sort of do a fight scene with uh, with some of the guards. This is the scene I'm going to call it where they climb, they attempt to climb up the um, the chain and try to defeat some of them. Sure. And they manage to escape with the skin of their teeth just because that fits my plot better. No, actually, before, before Bowser is about to destroy everything, right, because Bowser's about to win, all hope looks like to be lost, Peach says, no, wait, 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 wait. I challenge you- to a race. To a duel. To a race. And because of these- And they're going to duel with pistols. Yeah. At dawn. At dawn. Okay, yeah. so she challenges Bowser to a like a Mario Kart race. Yes, exactly. That's how I'm going to fit this area okay. into this sort of section. Gosh, we both struggle to fit Mario Kart into our movie. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't fit in with anything else we're seeing. So Bowser's about to destroy the Kong's land, and to stop them from doing it, Peach sort of plays to Bowser's pride, his ego, and says, well- if you defeat us in a race, you can have everything. And Bowser's like, I could totally, my, my men could totally defeat you in a race. Let's do it. So this section of the movie is going to be the Mario Kart race, where they're going to go on Rainbow Road. The race happens. Uh, it's going to be a, an action pack scene where they're throwing items at each other. They're going to use the famous Rainbow Road cheat where Mario goes, I, oh, okay. I, used, I used to I used to do this all the time as well, where you drive off a certain part in the Rainbow yeah. Road and you, and you sort of loop Typically, over. we do see that in the trailer. We do, yeah. Uh, people are getting knocked off the road, etc. Now, oh, and that guy, that little guy, who rides on the cloud, has to fish them up with a fishing funny rod. Funny you should say that. <laughs> funny you should say that. So, I, I don't know where in the movie, but previously in the movie, there's going to be a scene where Mario will meet the person with the cloud and help them out. And then when he flies off the the Rainbow Road, that's going to come. He's back. also the character who holds the camera in uh, Super Mario sixty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. There's a little guy. camera on a fish. These little goggles. So that character will say. So Mario will look like he's being, you know, sent off the edge of the the road. Cloud guy will save him, bring him back to the race. Anyway, the race continues. They're knocking off all the bad guys. Mario looks like he's about to win when Bowser's champion, like his lead driver throws a blue shell which is a very dirty tactic mm. anyone who wins by a blue shell is a is a terrible human being but it doesn't matter because mario still wins now uh, bowser will reject the outcome and just decide no i'm just going to wage all out war and all of a sudden all the coopers will attack the you know our characters they'll um i, th- I think somehow they will sort of go back into the mushroom kingdom bowser will decide that i'm going to you know attack the mushroom kingdom you okay the people i don't like and so this is where this whole thing is going to happen. And in doing so, he captures Peach because Peach had that agreement with Bowser. She's with Bowser. So both Peach and Luigi are captured by Bowser at this point. So Mario needs to save them both. Mario and co needs to save them yep. both. So Mario, and I'm, do- I'm doing another little bit of uh, backpedaling here. I'm going to say that uh, Yoshi, uh, Mario meets one of the Yoshis really early on and they, and, and they bite him. Okay. He doesn't really like it, but imagine- <laughs> he fires <laughs> yeah, well, with the tongue. Then he shits him out as an egg. <laughs> 
But Mario will find this uh, Yoshi again, befriend him, and then ride the Yoshi to Bowser's castle. And I assume Donkey Kong will make his own way there as well. So they're going to be a big fight between Bowser and Mario. Mario is going to use all these power-ups that he uh, has at his disposal. But ultimately, Bowser will eat part of the star. He begins to flash and he starts just decimating. (laughs) Decimating Mario. Mario is no match for supersonic Bowser. Now, Mario will be thrown into a room. Um, It's actually going to be the treasure room of Bowser. He's going to go straight through it, and he'll see the star himself, and Mario will eat the star. Oh, how careless. How careless. How silly. Maybe uh, Bowser will monologue about stuff, but uh, uh, Mario will eat the star himself. He'll get superpowers, and what Bowser has not realized is that the star is actually temporary, so it starts to fade on him, but Mario's is still working, and okay. Mario will defeat Bowser by jumping on him. And I'm going to oh, say- jumps on his head. Jumps on his head, just like, you know, knocking him Wait, out, he doesn't like him to the ground. He doesn't, like, grab a, an axe and then break the, 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 like, the ground that he's standing on, and Bowser just falls into, like, lava. Well, I, I kind of think they're going to play on that. So I think what's going to happen, because we need Bowser to be alive for uh, potential sequels, and if this film is a success like they're predicting, they're going to want to oh, do get a that. sequel in four years. He's going to jump on one of the turtles, hit one of the turtles. The turtles, like the turtle shell, is going to fling towards Bowser, knocking him off the edge of his own castle. Oh, very nice. And we're not going to see what happens to Bowser. He's just going to be like, oh! Right, okay. Like Dr. Robotnik at the end of Sonic 2. Absolutely, absolutely. There's a celebration for the Mario Brothers. They Think of it like a Star Wars-esque end scene where they're getting medals. The brothers are reunited. Now, of course, this land is open to them. They befriended the Mushroom Kingdom. They saved the Mushroom Kingdom, but they do end up going back to Brooklyn because that's where they belong. And due to their new skills, they end up becoming better plumbers just out of their, you know, fancy plumbing. Things have turned around for them. Until we eventually get a sequel in which they, you know, eventually go back to the Mushroom Kingdom. But that is uh, my plot in a nutshell. Very a lot, nice. A lot of things I missed. There was a bullet bill somewhere. There was like those little uh, squids that squirt ink. There's so much yeah. going on here. But I think- There's just too much. We couldn't fit it all in. I think those are the beats. Sure. Okay. Yep. Well, there was a lot of similarities to my plot, and I think there were a fair few differences as well. So, I think we had the same start and the same end, but our middles are almost completely different, with some similarities, of course. Now, you happened to mention to me off-air that we actually had someone submit a plot prediction of their own? That's right. We have a friend of the show who has written their own Mario plot, and by the look of it, I think they have more credentials than us. Because I'm looking at some of this stuff, and I'm like, oh shit, that's probably going to (laughs) happen. So, who was it who sent this in? So, this is Luke, who's a listener of the show. Hey, Luke. Now, Luke- So, it looks like he's sent in four pages. So, his plot is longer than both of our plots put together. (laughs) Yes, there are four pages, and I'd love to read all of it, but I don't think I will. I don't think we have time, We don't have time, so I'm sorry, Luke. So, I'm going to see if I can post this just on our socials if anyone wants to read it themselves. Uh, It'll be accessible through our Instagram page or our Twitter page. But essentially, please, please, give, yeah, please give us a summary of yeah. what he said, just so, so we can give people an idea before they read it. He speak like what he thought was he thinks it's going to start slightly differently to us. He thinks it's going to start with two babies, which was Mario and Luigi. Oh, interesting. Being taken to a new home, so he thinks that they they're kind of living with I think the Yoshi's, and then you know, Kamek, it's Kamek, right? the, wizard, the wizard, the yeah. wizard attacks. And because of that, they're taken, um, it attacks the stalks, so the Mario- Maybe they have, like, an owl mum. <laughs> oh, man, imagine, imagine. So, this is apparently canon. Uh, the Mario is delivered by a stork, and, like- Oh, yeah, in Yoshi Island, Mario mm. was a baby. I saw that in my research, and, uh, yeah, Yoshi sort of has to protect baby Mario. Yeah. From uh, the bad guys, I guess. Yeah, so the bad guys attack the stork, and they manage to land on, sort of, an island inhabited by the Yoshis. Um, and they sort of look after them. Eventually, they grow up, and I think they move to Brooklyn after that. And it sort of takes a, takes a similar beat to our prediction. So, they're a plumbing business, and they're not going well. He mentions the boss Spike here. Well, um, well done, just like I did. Well, I didn't mention it, so yeah. I'm, I'm screwed. Um, and he talks about, you know, that they are that they get called to, um, you know, fix somebody's sink, and they get sort of warped down a pipe, and that's what takes them to the kingdom. They get separated. Um, Luigi and Mario get separated. Yeah, he says that, you know, Bowser's trying to steal star power from sort of the lands and that, you know, Mario and uh, he's trying to save his brother. He speaks about, he he predicts that there's going to be the Mario Kart race um, and he's going to, like, they're going to fight Cranky Kong. I'm sort of just sort of skimming these notes here. Yeah, so it follows a kind of similar plot. I'll post this all up here, but eventually they have a final battle. They defeat Bowser. 
So he thinks he's, he thinks he's going to slide under Bowser, grab him by the tail and throw him into one of the bombs. Bowser was planning to use against Mario. Bowser becomes unconscious and the battle arena explodes and Bowser's off. Oh, man, imagine that. That'd be sick. And then Bowser's minions will hear the commotion all rush back to the castle with Mario barely escaping. Come make any minions will then drive away in airships and the castle vowing to return when Bowser awakens. So he's going to keep Bowser alive as well. Mario and Peach and the rest of the gang return to the castle and Mario and Luigi decide to live in the castle, become protectors of the Mushroom Kingdom. He also, I love this as well. He also predicts that there's going to be a few after credits scenes. Oh, stingers. Where, Marvel style yeah, stingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks Wario and Luigi will be introduced at the end, which Wild I could Luigi. probably see. Waluigi, sorry. Yep. And they're going to be doing some petty crime okay. or something like that. He also, I like this as well. Luke, this is really funny. I've got to kick out of this. He thinks that like at, at the start, the woman whose um, sink was over flooding that they were called to at the start of the movie, sure. it's going to be shown at the end of the movie where the sink is still like flooding and she's like crying out for help because it's like- you know, Oh, the, the house is full of water. <laughs> the, the brothers are gone. She's just about to disappear. She's holding her head just above water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's, yeah, pretty much, yeah. The beats of his movie are kind of similar to ours. He thinks they're going to- have sure. like a Super Smash Brothers thing, a race, eventually defeat Bowser. But I'll post this all so people can it have a It sounds like you did not do that justice at all. <laughs> Just by skimming it. It sounds like he's got a lot of details that we missed out on. And I think it would be a shame if people don't get all those details. So please do post that so everyone can mm. read it. Just on our Facebook page, I suppose, or any one of our social media pages that you manage. Yeah. Just so people can have a look. And Luke, share it yourself if you so choose. Because it sounds like he's put a lot of effort in. But unfortunately, we just are really running it yeah. behind the clock today. We can't do a plot that's twice as long as ours, so I appreciate the effort, and it definitely sounds like he knows what he's talking about, so I'm really looking More than forward us, at least. to comparing what he said to the movie and seeing between the three of us who got closer. Mm. But you, the dear listener, do you have any ideas, quite like Luke, of what you think is going to happen in the Super Mario Brothers movie? You can let us know at several places. You can leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. You can track us down on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or you can simply send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. Let us know any of your thoughts around Super Mario. Let us know your thoughts around the voice acting. Yeah, what do you think of this casting? casting? So let's wrap it up for another week. But before we go, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing next week. As is standard, we're doing another installment of Actual Spoilers, where we're going back and looking at a movie we've covered in the past and seeing how well we did at predicting it. And I'm very excited to revisit this movie. This is a movie I've been looking forward to rewatching ever since it came out. It was a movie... Oh, well, I won't spoil my thoughts on it, but obviously I, I have some thoughts on it since I'm keen to see it again and reassess it. But next week, we're looking at how well we did with the movie Cruella. Yeah, which we spoke about on our best and worst. That's right. We've already revealed that we thought it was one of the best <laughs> movies of 2021. So I guess that has been kind of... Uh, spoiled in a way but what exactly we liked about the movie and if it still holds up I guess we'll discuss next week that's right that's right so please join us next week where we're going to explore how well we did with Cruella and until then our plot will be in another castle do the Mario swing from side to side come on it's time to go do the Mario take one step and then again let's do the Mario